Hey, Deadlights fans, it's me, Sam. This week, Leslie and I are on vacation. So we are featuring one of our favorite podcasts and one that we both have been on before, Season 3, Episode 4, with your host Adam, who has been on many episodes of this podcast before, and his co-host Lisa, both very, very funny people with a great podcast I am pleased to bring you today. So please take a break from the horror and enjoy this hilarious duo talking about some TV. Thanks, Adam and Lisa. Are we just two idiots doing a podcast? <laughs> You'll never know. <laughs> You'll never know. You've never. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, no, go for it. <laughs> We're two idiots doing a podcast. Woo! Woo! What do idiots like to talk about? I don't know, TV or something. Or something, Adam. Uh, uh, <laughs> hey, Lisa. <laughs> Who did you watching this week? We don't. What am I watching this what week? Are you, no, no. What's Lisa watching this Lisa, week? Lisa, this week is what? Do you really want to know what I'm watching this week? I want to know what Lisa is watching this week. I just started a new show this morning Yeah, called The Bear <gasps> on Hulu. Oh. Well, slash FX with uh, Lip from Shameless. I don't. That's well, right. Me, that guy. That guy. Because it's just going to be embarrassing. Right. The guy Look from Gallagher. Shameless. It's set in Chicago, right? It's set in Chicago. His name is? The Bear. About Jeremy Allen White. Oh great stuff solid stuff yeah oh uh, maddie matheson is in it apparently who's that he's uh he was oh he's funny he's yeah he's a youtube guy right yeah i guess yeah, he does videos on cooking and stuff oh. that's funny you know who would always talk about maddie matheson um uh brad from bon appetit ah uh, would maddie. always talk about maddie matheson What's he doing in that show what are you know. doing maddie i don't know he's a canadian chef and internet personality I think he fixes the yeah he's on the show he's funny he's a funny character huh. lots of great like characters on the show great show yeah so far as I've seen cool but I put it on and Lara was taking a nap next to me and she like she rolled over really quickly out of nowhere and like put the pillow over her head and was like it's like I'm having a nightmare because like. In the show, there's a lot of chef lingo. There's a lot of like uh, heard behind yeah. corner corner. Heard. Oh, yes, uh, chef. Hot, hot. Thank you, chef. And she was like, "It's like I was living in a nightmare. It's like I was back at the perch. Mm -hmm. It was awful." Oh no! And I was like, "I'm so sorry." She back was like, in the restaurant industry. Yeah. She was like, "You're not allowed to watch that show." Oh god! Again, while ever. she's napping. Yeah, or ever. <laughs> oh, you just started at the show. Now you can never watch the show. Again. I can't watch it while she's there. <laughs> Fair I, enough. Yeah. Uh, so it's your it's your little secret. My, my secret. <laughs> it's show. your little secret show. My little secret show. Well, Lisa, you can come and talk about your little secret show every time you're on. I will. Uh, but I'm gonna. I'm binging it though. I didn't know all the episodes were available, mm. and they are. They're mm. all available, and they were they were. So so good i had to watch the next one yeah what are you watching this week, i'm watching elisa i'm watching <laughs> um space force Ooh, it is yeah. so 
God, I love a show with heart. You know, Lisa, I just love heart. I love to see it. And honestly, I just watched an episode that full on made me cry. Actual tears tearing down from my eyes. Is season one? Season one? I I haven't haven't seen season two yet. I haven't even finished season one. (sighs) Season one's beautiful. Oh, man. It's so gorgeous. It's such, oh, God. They make me cry even talking about it. Where where they're having the the episode where he and his wife have the, um, the conjugal visit, but they just have they end up having this conversation about their relationship and it's like, but they're both lovely people. They're both lovely people. And it's also Lisa Kudrow and Steve Carell Mm -hmm, in mm -hmm. these two fucking huge comedy forces, huge forces of comedy doing some real fucking drama. Incredible. Incredible. I mean, Phoebe is the only reason to watch friends. If you, could get past everything, every awful thing on that show. Phoebe Buffay, like she's the best character, mm. one of the best characters to ever be created. Dang. Uh, and then again, and but Steve Carell is is um, Michael in the Office is also one of the worst characters ever created. Wow. That they redeem with the most heart. Yeah, like it's they- all about heart, folks. Yeah, I love a TV show with heart. You throw some heart <laughs> in something, and I'm like, I'm in it. I'm behind it. I'm yeah. all about that. So yeah, that's, that's what I'm beautiful. Oh, we should probably, we should probably. Welcome to season three, episode four. Welcome to season Hi, three. Everybody. Hello. How you been? Oh, oh my god. I'm good. Wait, are you asking me or other it's people? So good to see you. Are you talking to me? You're... Oh yeah, we missed you. It doesn't Sorry, seem like you're talking. Make it to the party I last week. I don't know week. if I'm okay. I definitely didn't have a party. Uh, I think Lisa's how are the talking kids? to the audience. Okay, I don't have kids. Uh, Definitely, no way. Lisa. There's no one. Soccer camp. Who are you? Who is responding? <laughs> How do you oh, hear hey, them? Hi. Welcome to the show. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this show is uh, season three, episode four. It's early enough in the uh, let's, show. let's take it from the, it's early enough from the show to be show. It's early enough, enough in the show, the show to, be to be show. show. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> early <laughs> enough in the show to be shoot. Early enough. Damn it. Let's, hey, look, welcome to season three, episode four. It's late enough in the show to be good and early enough in the season to make sense. Boom! Boom! We, we watched that episode of a TV show. That episode of a that TV one. show. Zero to no context. Who knows? It's it's It shows, sometimes we've both seen, it's all kinds of shows. Shows neither of us have seen. It could Random be any shows. Show. Show, any show you want. Shows only Send one of us, us has show. seen. Uh, Send us a show. Shows we know Send us a show. nothing about. Nothing about we've never even heard of. Yeah, we tell you what we like. We know what everything we about like. some shows. We try our best to figure out what the heck this show is doing and what the heck we're talking about. So Lisa, Lisa, what are we talking about this week? This week we're talking about Stranger Things. Wow. Wow. Oh my gosh. Wow. Oh my we gosh. also don't have a guest. Oh my so gosh. Fuck no. you. Yeah. Fuck you, guest. Yeah, a guest who's not here and Wait. doesn't exist. Wait, you were just talking to someone, though. 
And are they I'm, our guest? I'm being this the is, one with this kids me, and soccer camp. I this is embarrassingly yeah where I prove how passive aggressive I am. Yeah, we don't have a guest. Oh, wink, wink. Oh, who are you winking at? Are you winking at me? Because you no, I'm not. I'm winking at, winking at winking. the guest that there, I'm ignore that I'm not acknowledging anymore. Yeah. But there's Susan. but we really there is no one else. No, in there's this no room. one else here. There's no one else here. Now I see what you're saying. Yeah. That this is an audio medium. Yeah. And then that whole bit we were doing, they probably wouldn't have a clue <laughs> that there might not be anybody else here. <sighs> okay. There folks. is no there is no Okay, <laughs> listeners, there literally it is just Lisa and I, and I apologize for and all Oz. the confusion that came at least listeners, it is just Lisa. Oz and I, and I apologize <laughs> for that confusion. It, I, I don't ever want to put you in a place to them. of. We don't have to apologize to them. What? We don't have to. You don't think we owe them an apology for for what? Lying? For me being dumb. <laughs> no, get used to it. This is the show. It doesn't get better from here. Gets worse. <laughs> it's downhill. <laughs> it's downhill, y'all. Oh, God. It is downhill. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is the best part of the show is what you're saying. Turn it off after this. I'm kidding. Wow. It, write us a review. Why don't you fucking tell me what the best part of the show is? Turn this show off right I'm now sick and of write waiting. a review. Turn the show off, write a review. Yeah. And then turn the show back, back on, on, though. It's very important that see you if, follow that See step. if your review was right. I want to shout out, actually, someone who has been listening. Yeah. Um, Lars friend Sam. What? What? Uh, T Sam something I don't know he might not even want a shout out yeah but he's been listening it's very out cute to you. and I never get to hang out with him but we went on a road trip to Tennessee once it was what? beautiful mm. it was a gorgeous time going to the Smoky Mountains Smoky Mountains to the Appalachian Trail Appalachian Trail I think they're the Smoky Mountains I don't know much yeah. about Tennessee I don't know either I don't um, know where the AP is um, the AP the Appalachian oh AT A-T. Is that what it's just A-P-T? Apt. 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 I'm wrong. (laughs) I doubt that. Smoke mountains. I've never known you to be wrong about anything. (laughs) Wait, so you're dumb and I'm never wrong? We can't lose. (laughs) Shout out to Sam T. I don't know. I don't know his last name. Gotcha. I do know it. I just can't remember it at this Mm -hmm. moment. I'm sorry, Mm -hmm. Sam, but thank you. Thank you. Love you, brother. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> love you, brother. I love you, brother. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, love you, brother. Let's just go into it. Yeah. Yeah. Do you okay. want to? You want to take it? I'd love to take it away. This week we watched Stranger Things season three, episode four, chapter four, the Sauna Test, aired on July fourth, twenty nineteen, on Netflix. A code red brings the gang back together to face a frighteningly familiar evil. Karen urges Nancy to keep digging, and Robin finds a a useful map. It's also beautiful. It's a beautiful, useful map. Directed by Sean Levy, written by Kate Treffright, Matt Duffer, Ross Duffer, and starring Winona Ryder, David Harbour, Finn Wolfhard, Millie Bobby Brown, Gatton Matazzaro, Caleb McLaughlin, Noah Schnapp, Sadie Sink, Natalia Dreyer, Charlie Heaton, Dakray Montgomery, Maya Hawkins, Priya Ferguson, and freaking so many more. 
We almost filled up the whole space. Almost. We almost, folks. I just want wow. you to. There was that was a fucking huge deal. We almost filled up the whole theme song. Wow. That was a first take. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine if we did a second take? Are you suggesting we're, we do no, a second? No, we're not fucking okay, doing okay, it. Okay, but we're not could doing you it. imagine that? Yeah, everything we say is goes out. <laughs> everything we say, we 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 yeah. send. We send. We send it all. Mm-hmm. Send it all. Copy. Mm-hmm. Print. Copy. Print. Why did we pick this show? Well, why did we pick this show? Because uh, because uh, uh, the <laughs> second part of season four is coming out. Or yes. has come out as of listening as to this. As of listening to this, it's come out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And we're very excited about very it. Very excited about it. And yeah. we love this show, I right? love this show. Do you love this show? I fucking love this show. I really like this show, too. It's so fun. Yeah. You love this show so much that you have it right in front of me. I'm grabbing it right now. Yeah. A book called Kids on Bikes. It's an RPG. <laughs> yeah, it is. Uh, <laughs> written by... Uh, uh, Jonathan Gilmore and Doug... Lewandowski. Yeah, a very cool RPG that is like if you want to play a role playing game that's like Stranger Things or The Goonies or Super Eight, this is the RPG you grab. Yeah, just just fun kids on bikes. Yeah, no cell phones. Bikes are the old cell phones. A lot of people don't realize that huh. bikes in the eighties are basically iPhones. Oh, I didn't realize yeah. that, Lisa. I mean, being born, yeah, many, many, many years ago, yeah. thousands even, thousands of myself. Uh, I, you know, I've seen cell phones of all kinds yeah. throughout history. Yeah. What was what was the cell phone before bikes? Radio. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. And when was sliced bread? When was that? And was that a cell phone? Because well, I hear people, people have been throw that around. Slicing bread all for a long time. Mm. So be, I think you need to be a little more clear about. Well, what you know you that mean. phrase. Oh, you know that phrase. Best thing since sliced bread. I, I'm. That's me. I said that. You, oh, <laughs> I said that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's what I remember it from. I said it about the washing machine. Yeah. Oh, way back <laughs> yeah, I then. I was huh? amazed. Ah, uh, this is pretty believe cool. It. Yeah. <laughs> Rewriting history here, folks. <laughs> Well, okay, so we love this show. Yeah. I don't even know. That's it. That's the episode. We love the show. We love the show. I mean, we I've been watching it since it first came out. I guess I guess we unapologetically are along with all the other hubbub that we're like, this is so exciting. What what does yeah. this show do for you, Lisa? The Stranger wow. Things itself. I think Stranger Things for me in a way that's probably I remember watching this in 2016 in the summertime and I was away in West Virginia at a theater summer stock and I remember finding the show and being like, holy fucking shit, this show's awesome and nobody around me, nobody I knew was watching the show. At the summer stock? Yeah. West Virginia, (laughs) Village Mountains, (laughs) Country Road, Shenandoah River. John Denver, everybody. Mm. Welcome to the show, John Denver. Thank we you. said we weren't going to have you. guests, but here you are. Well, I just thought I'd stop by. <laughs> uh, so I was the only one watching it, and then I found out it was like this huge sensation. Yeah. Across the nation. That's wild. Yeah. So you were just like those kids in the 80s. <laughs> you were without Indiana. a cell phone. Yeah. And, uh, and you, you like... Well, I had the internet, so I, I could watch this on Netflix, obviously. I yeah, had my that's computer. true, that's true. But you, but you were like, oh, you weren't aware of the sensation that this show yeah. was. 
I like to liken it to the sensation of like Star Wars when that came out and mm-hmm. was in the box office for like a year. That's true. But, it, like merch starts coming out. People get tattoos. Everyone's all about it, right? Yeah. Dang. I mean, how could you not fall in love with these characters? They're mm-hmm. all so different and it's so fun. Yeah. But like also very familiar. Are we talking about Star Wars? Chewbacca? Yeah. Oh, God. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Fucking furball. Love that. Shit. Furball. Total opposite of L, yeah. shaved head. Oh. A real Shaquille that's O'Neal probably, situation. That's probably what they were going for in this. Huh? You, wait, Sha- Sha- Shaq's not famous for being bald. Why did I go there? <laughs> Why did I? <laughs> famously bald, Shaquille O'Neal. <laughs> who's, who's famously bald? Um, the the Mr. Clean? A real- <laughs> yeah. A real Mr. Clean situation. <laughs> And just like Mr. Clean, <laughs> L has magic powers, supernatural exactly. psychic powers. Yeah. Yeah. Dang. And the the crazy thing about this is like, she's the same age as the other kids on the show, obviously, or most of them, but she doesn't interact with them for the longest time in the first season. I'm getting off track. Anyway, I, yeah. it's just, it's really fun to watch these like kids interact with each other. It's really fun to see... The slightly older kids. I mean, it has like every generation in the show. Yeah. Uh, like a younger, a middle, and an older generation. Yeah, kids, teens, and adults. Yes. And right. then it also has, it has like spies. It has, uh, I don't know, government conspiracies. Yeah. It's, uh, it has action. It has monsters. Yeah. It was like super scary watching this so on my own. So scary. Yeah. yeah, I bet. What, so what was your like reaction watching this for I, the first uh, time? I, so I don't remember where I was or who I was watching it, but I do very, I, I have a very vivid sense of this show and it's from the get go. And like every memory I have of this show is in this like hard walled picture world of like this is the 80s this is bikes this is kids this is like scary (laughs) horror things all at once and it's just like it 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 feels nostalgic for a time i wasn't even fucking alive for yeah but i recognize some of the like toys and all the like and like playing D &D and like and i love the yeah kids the teenagers the adults everyone's uh, uh got their own like story going on and then they're but they're all dealing with the same problem but they're figuring out the different aspects of it and how to deal with it separately that's a great way to put it and it's just such a great show of uh, uh, of so many plots and there's always something happening and and they're all related to the same thing yeah it's all connected down to like god this other dimension yeah and oh man that's (laughs) it's just such a great exciting show and even though people are like oh i didn't like this episode i didn't like this season uh i i just kind of have that like well yeah i I guess (laughs) i just enjoy coming back to this world coming back to hawkins and like feeling the way i feel when i watch this show and it's, it, yeah. it really does have wow moments in every season, I think, of just like, whoa, that was scary, or whoa, that was brutal, visceral, yeah. or whoa, that was fucking- Heartbreaking. Yeah. Heart-wrenching. Yeah. Sweet. Sweet. Very sweet Well-acted. I don't know. Just like, it, it runs the gamut. Visually, visually very compelling. Yeah. And like, who doesn't love an alternate dimension tale at this point? point in our media world there's really 
I mean, I think a lot of people came down on it for the nostalgia factor, for it being like peak nostalgia. Yeah. But if you take all that away, like even if you take out the nostalgia and like that you like it because it's nostalgic, you have just a really beautiful show, like period piece. Yeah. And I mean. And interesting and like, yeah, like the science fiction aspect of it is so cool. And so it's not like. We haven't seen this kind of world before, but it is like it took off in a way that is monumental, mm-hmm. right? This was Netflix's huge thing, True, right? Yeah. I mean, other than like Oranges of the New Black, this right. was their flagship that they could even sell to families. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And oh, that's true. Yeah. This is just like, like Star Wars would have been, right? Uh huh. Something that kids and grown-ups alike would would go and watch because it was like fucking cool looking cool look at all those things that i would want to be a part of (laughs) yeah and everyone everyone involved has their own kind of power or or um is significant in some way you know and even when they're crazy they're validated by the end of it um but it's still dangerous it still feels very dangerous yeah yeah and it's also we're in this weird time in our lives in our media where the media we use to tell stories the the writing that we do doesn't know what to do with technology Mm -hmm. and it's either done really poorly or just kind of lackluster like it's either done great or really badly and it's rarely done great yeah so it's a lot of times it's just easier to take out that element it's easier to just take cell phones out. It's yeah. easier to just take the internet out of the equation. Yeah. Unless it's like, I mean, they kind of use the internet in season four, but it's so archaic yep. to what our internet would be that it's like, it's funny. It's like a punchline. Yeah. It's a joke. It's yeah. like, oh, we're in the eighties and the internet of the eighties is what we're using. And then, I mean, they don't have cell phones. It's interesting that they do have those radios though, they have the that they can talkies. stay in touch with yeah. each other through their, Which, through their radios. Like it, it, this show would translate to now. It mm-hmm. was like when Nancy was like taking notes in this episode in the hospital, I was like, oh man, I wish you just had a cell phone. She picture, picture, take picture. pictures of yeah. that thing, you know? Yeah. You wouldn't have to stand there and write down or like everything. Videos of this woman, you know, with yeah, her black veins right? and screaming and her heartbeat going crazy and all that kind of shit. Yeah. I mean, yeah. cell phones would definitely translate into this world, but mm-hmm. it's harder it be the to same. get people yeah. to talk to people when exactly. they have a cell phone in their hand. Or get people yeah. to go different places and yeah, yeah. Yeah, and not call someone or text someone, hey, I'm going here. It kind of, it just fits in with uh, what we understand as the horror genre. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, it would be great to have uh, someone who is on a horror podcast uh, be be able to <laughs> let uh, talk about those things, huh? Maybe, uh, maybe a Leslie. Yeah. Well, I, well, She's not here. She's not I wish here. she was here, actually. Yeah, right, right? I wish she hadn't had She'd to have go. a good point. <laughs> <laughs> She's recording her own podcast today. Hey, y'all, listen to the deadlights. Uh, yes. Yeah, uh, but but the like, what we think of as classic horror are all movies from like the seventies and eighties, and yeah. and the way a horror movie plays out, people don't have cell phones, and that's why horror is kind of a more difficult mm-hmm. thing right now with cell phones or it's not it's got a different feel right so the thing that that this nostalgia is harkening back to is that 
nostalgia of those horror films because god damn does it touch on a lot of horror things in this episode yeah. alone oh my god this um, episode's great the the sauna test very reminiscent of like um the thing right oh and i haven't seen the thing you haven't seen the I thing i know what happens in the so thing so good i want to see both i yeah. want to see the new one and the old one okay but i just haven't like watched horror movies on my own in a that's long fair. time that's fair I mean, it's best so. to watch horror movies with other people. I think they're mm-hmm. a great social movie to watch. They are, because you're not yeah. scared as much. Yeah. But or, I will watch, like, I watched the newest Scream film. Yeah. But I watch that in broad daylight in the morning. Ah, there you great. go. Love great. Love that franchise. Great. Eating your cantaloupe, Fuck. watching Scream. <laughs> Having a good, a good I wish breakfast. I had cantaloupe. Yeah? <laughs> I don't remember what I... I think I had mm. ramen or something. Uh-huh. For breakfast? <clears throat> Dang. There's eggs in it. Oh, this is fair. I, we can't get into what I'm eating for breakfast. The point <laughs> is, yeah. I mean, and this episode, episode 3.4, the sauna test is... I Yeah, I agree with you. It's, it takes like a lot of really fun horror body horror elements and stuff too oh my god so much oh god the tentacle pumping shit into people's mouths disgusting yeah horrifying i don't know how i would watch this (laughs) if i was nine you know i would have a tough time a lot of nightmares 12 even 12 i would be fucking terrified of these things yeah and i know it was a tv show but still terrified and I, I know it's a family show, but it really pushes the line of like, or it really fucking succeeds at the horror of I it I think this is like 13 plus, yeah. you know? Yeah. Cause yeah. Yeah, because it is scary. It's scary. And like the things, the con- they also deal with murder. Like this yeah. episode got really dark. Yeah. And the show has dealt with like abuse before. Yeah. Uh, which is also really dark. There and, yeah. and racism. Like there's a lot of themes in here that you would have to explain to your kid. Unless you're an irresponsible parent. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, or dealing with some supernatural. Well, even, hey, even if you are in some crazy supernatural situation, you should still explain to your kids, A, what's going on, and B, about racism and uh, abuse and all that kind of stuff. Just expl- If they yeah. ask the question, you yeah. should give them the benefit of an explanation. Or a conversation. A conversation least. for sure. Even if you're dealing with aliens. And that's that's Even coming from you, two people who aren't parents. Yeah. So just so you know. Just so you know. We are better parents than no parents. That's a hundred percent true. <laughs> so for that for our the little orphan that's listening to our podcast right now. We love you. We love you. Papa and Mama love you. That's not what I was going for. That's for you. That's what I was going That's for. That's also for <laughs> uh, This is one of my favorite episodes of the show of all time. Wow. That's like, awesome. I remembered this episode, and I remember like when we put it on, I was like, oh, I hope it's that episode. Yeah. Because the confrontation between Eleven and Billy is really thrilling to watch. It is. It is. Because, yeah. It's, it's scary. It's scary. And, People's it's exciting. Lives are at risk. Yeah. And the whole fucking the pool is being destroyed. Yeah. <laughs> it's awesome. Yeah. It was it was a thrilling set piece and yeah. it was so like so contained as like a uh, a space, you know, if very um 
what is it? Um, claustrophobic, right? Yeah. They're stuck in a small room. Confining. He's in a smaller room. And even though he's the one they trapped, he's getting out and coming yeah. at them. And you're like, oh shit, two big powerhouses about to fight. And then yeah. they fight and it's like, whoa. And then uh, Eleven gets by with a little help from her friends. Shout out to Mike <laughs> Wheeler, the only positive thing he does oh, in the episode, damn. it seems. I don't know. I, yeah. have a, I have an issue with Mike Wheeler. I do too. What's yeah. your issue? I just think he's very selfish, very self-centered, and has a very childlike view of the world. Even yeah. when things are going wrong, he just he's just got a kind of selfish thing. He, I, that's probably the best way to describe him mm-hmm. as selfish. Mm-hmm. Sort of has doesn't understand that people care about him and want to be around him and hang out with him and be friends with him and he's just like i'm going to do what i want to do period i don't care about anybody else yeah he just he seems like he's kind of dumb about uh he he's very got (laughs) he's got a very low emotional intelligence i think which is interesting because i think nancy i mean I, i guess i could say nancy is also selfish but she's way smarter way smarter yeah, way smarter emotionally, way yeah. smarter, smarter wise, and uh, also like. Well, she also suffered se- severe consequences when she was emotionally selfish, and right. like Barb dying. Barb in season dying. One. Yeah, I. Yeah, that's the thing is, uh, Mike. Uh, was the one of the few people fighting for Will in season one because he would not let Will go. Right, he was yeah. one of the few people who would not let will go and that's what was so like important about him but now that he doesn't have someone to fight for so much and he's fighting for his feelings for 11 and you're yeah. just like ah, i don't know man. like uh, we don't really know if you you're just a kid love her you know yeah. but it's also he's just a kid and he has a crush on a girl and that's like i none of us take it that much more seriously than that because they are yeah. just kids and it's well, but for 11 this is a big deal for her yeah true for this, him it's a big deal for him too but she but he has family and That's other friends true. she has a lifetime of abuse mm-hmm. and trauma mm-hmm. and and hasn't had like before mike hadn't didn't have anybody to rely on right right, right. but this is all way out of the context of this episode <laughs> That is way out of yeah. the context of this episode. The, this episode is like the you have like the three storylines, right? You yeah. have Hopper and uh and Joyce. Joyce. Yeah. And you have they're going after the mayor and trying to figure out like, what the why are they somebody uh, he, beat Hopper yeah, up. Someone beat Hopper up. What's that about? And uh last time uh, or they're putting together clues of like uh, Joyce is like tracing this thing of of her magnets falling down, and she's like, "That's that's, oh, that's weird." What she's tracing, and so oh. they're they're kind of working together, figuring out it, it, within their realm, you know, what are people in power doing? Yeah. and they put together by the end of the episode, oh, it's something to do with the mall. The people at the mall are buying up land. People who own and, the mall, uh, who own the mall, yeah. and are using power from the power plant to. To, to fuel something, something, to power something, yeah. yeah. And then at the mall, meanwhile, at the mall. At the mall. Uh, we, we have uh, Dustin. Dustin. Uh, um, um, <laughs> we have Dustin, Steve, and Robin. 
And then later Erica. And later Erica. They're trying to figure out why the Russians. Yeah, they know that they are there are Russians there. They know that these are Russians. Right, because they interpreted a signal over the walkie talkie. That's right. Yeah. So they know that they're Russians and that they're like in the mall doing something. Yeah, they're trying to see what the Russians are are smuggling. There's some boxes. They know the Russians are moving these boxes. And this, this, that's seemingly disconnected until you find out, like, that Russians are the people that bought the Starcourt Mall, right? Yeah, that, yeah. that the mayor's dealing with. Yeah. So that's how that's connected. And yeah. then you have 11, Max, Lucas, and oh, Mike, and Will. And, and yeah, that's yeah. right. And they're dealing with the return of this monster from yes. season two that was in Will before. Yeah, they and, know that and that's it, there. This is not connected to the Russians. It doesn't seem to be. Hmm. It doesn't seem to be. It just seems to be there, you know. Um, oh, God. And then there's Nancy and. Uh, yeah, Nancy and Jonathan, Jonathan are also looking into the return of this creature, but they don't know it's the same creature. They're right. just following some disease thing that people keep seeming to brush away and it's more nancy who's driven to do it and jonathan mm-hmm. is trying to just be a, a good boy they have an interesting argument in the car though yeah when they both get fired from their internship at the post the, newspaper. the local newspaper yeah newspaper what did you think of that conversation class versus gender <laughs> yeah yeah 100 she's like they uh, they won't take me seriously because I'm a woman. And he's like, they won't take me seriously because I'm poor. And he's like, you trying to pursue this and and t- make a stand here uh, to prove yourself is getting in the way of me having opportunities that I will not have down the line if I if I even make one misstep. And she's like, but if I let people walk over me, I prove them right and I give something up about myself. And so like like he's he's standing for his like future and and how and he's very worried about what people think of him. Yeah. Uh, because that he has to rely on other people in order to get anywhere in the world, he thinks. And she's very concerned about what people think of her. Because she doesn't want to be walked on ever. She wants to be taken seriously because she has earned it and deserves it. Even though they're both juniors in high school. Even though they're both juniors in high school. (laughs) But, but, so yeah, I mean, that's crazy. They probably have no idea that they're dealing with these issues. Like, that that, that's the broad scope of what they're talking about. Yeah. I can't imagine being in high school and having that conversation and being like, oh yeah, it's just a classic Class versus gender conversation, uh-huh. you know. Which is uh, honestly, uh, there those those things are more uh, actually uh, integrated, entwined, entwined than right. Well, because they realize her thing is also about class in a way, right? Because women are paid less, right, and treated as second class citizens, right. and in a way, she has. I mean, she has to prove herself in a different way, and he has to just do. A lot of hard work, and and it was really hard for him to get that opportunity, mm-hmm. and it would be very hard for him to go to college without scholarships. Right, but he's taking the perspective of I have to, I have to be accepted by the world, and she's like, yeah. I have to change the world, and that's those that's their yeah. that's the basis of They're their really disagreement. But I think they, but as usual, yeah, they work better together. 
Like they do. Those two work better together. Like they I I have trouble remembering why he's good at anything or He's what. a photographer. He's a photographer. And he's uh, smart. He's not yeah. like like if if you want to compare if you want to take the argument of like Steve versus Jonathan, right? Yeah, yeah. Steve is just a dope, but he, he's got absolutely. a heart of gold. Uh-huh. And like would blindly follow Nancy anywhere, right? Yeah, yeah. Jonathan uh really smart would mm-hmm. not blindly follow Nancy anywhere. True. But I'm but he really cares about her. Yeah. Uh he really I mean he, he does have a big heart. He has a huge heart. He, yeah. he all the work he did for his brother in season 1, right? Yeah, so huge. I think it's just like he's actually really smart. He just the only reason he had to drop out of school in season 1 is cuz he was working so that he could help his mom cuz mm-hmm. they are really poor. Yeah. And I but I think he's like in all the same classes as Nancy. I think like They're they're yeah, a meeting of the minds. Yeah. I was I did have I like think one that's why she likes him because he's smart. Because he's smart. I, I think um so you mentioned kids on bikes over there and I <laughs> well, like while I was taking my notes I did write down <laughs> like um uh she's a detective, Nancy. Uh, yeah. she, or no, sorry. I was talking, I was, I was looking at, um, um, uh, the mom, um, Oh, the mom. What's her name? No, 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 not the mom. Uh, um, Joyce? Will's mom, Joyce. So <laughs> I was uh, looking at Joyce and I was like, okay, her biggest stat is her intelligence or her observation. Sorry. Her, yeah, her yeah. wisdom and her, her skill of observation. Yeah. Uh, she's an investigator. That's kind of what her role is in the show. She sees stuff and she's like, that doesn't sit right with me. I have a like I have an intuitive feeling that something is off about this and needs to be investigated. And that's yeah. where that's what like that's the driving because she drives so much. Yeah. Towards she, the mystery. She pushes. She pushes. Towards it. She pushes. So hard. To yeah. save her son. She yep. pushes to to find her son. She pushes like Hopper in the direction of you need to help me mm-hmm. save the world. Yeah. And she pushes <laughs> in season four towards Hopper. Like, That's just right. No, there are no boundaries she won't cross because she's such a fucking driven person. But her yeah. like main thing is her observational skills. Just like. Nancy and like Mike, I think. I think those three are the most mm. observant, maybe, or or is or the but most bullheaded. Mike, They're the most bullheaded. Yeah, bullheaded. They're gonna sure. drive yeah. towards it. But then I think Dustin is separate from Mike and the other ones. Dustin is with, smart. Also, Dustin is smart. Really also, smart. Uh, yeah, he's so smart and he's <laughs> also very bullheaded and he will drive towards the truth as well. And he he brings Steve and. Um, uh, Robin and Erica along with his driving force. Yeah. Certain people in this show drive towards action. Other people are very smart, can figure things out. Other people are very supportive. Yeah. Some like people are really Steve's strong. Steve's really good at being supportive. Yeah. I think Robin's actually pretty smart. Yeah. But is mostly a support even in season, in season three, but more, like in season four, I think she does more. Yeah. She's like a, a good... She's a good. She, they like needed another Nancy, yeah, on the show. Yeah, that wasn't Nancy. That wasn't going to be like a threat to Nancy and Steve's potentially right. getting back together. Right. 
Which is uh, spoilers for season four? Maybe. But Who knows? There's not still spoilers? a part two. Yeah. Uh, you and- might know, you listeners who know more than we do at this point, if you've watched part two. <laughs> oh my two God. Of season yeah. Four. Don't tell us. Oh my God. Don't tell me don't right now. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. Oh my God. And the thing with the kids is yeah. that so when Joyce in season one is like believing this crazy thing to be true. The only people that would ever possibly believe her are the kids. So the kids are usually the ones like like that will pursue the most absurd truth. That's true. And then Hopper is pursuing like the hard facts. Like because of Hopper, you find out about Hawkins Lab. You find right. out about the Russians. Like right. you you find out all the 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 big sinister thing behind it. Like mm-hmm. Hopper is so good at finding the the people behind the madness. Right. Right. Yeah. Like, Who's responsible? Uh, whereas the kids are like, what is the monster? And yeah. then the teens are like, what is the mystery? Yeah. Right? So yeah, the teens yeah. solve the mystery. The kids find the monster. And it's very funny because Hopper would be most equipped to fight a monster. Absolutely. But the kids are always the ones and who are fighting is the monster. In season He's four. Oh. Ah. Whoa! Uh, uh, <laughs> they're both, they're the, because they have the powerhouse of Eleven, who's the actual brute yeah. of, the, of the team. W- she's the, the muscle. true hero of the show. Yeah. Would you say? She's the muscle. But is she the hero of the show? Oh. I think everyone's a hero. Everyone's it, a hero. Everyone <laughs> who tries to do the right thing is a hero. There we go. Because you don't even have to succeed. You just have to try. And that's what... That's what the <laughs> the shows want you to think. You don't have to succeed. You just have to try. You just have to try. Yeah, Which why is, not? I mean, morally, right? Yeah, you don't have to. I mean, you don't have to do do the good thing. You just have to try to do the good thing. Yeah. But morally speaking, that's. Well, because it's not always in your control if you do exactly. the good thing. Succeed or not. It's a roll of the dice. Man. Going back to RPGs. Ooh. <laughs> you can you can certainly try. Uh this episode. Yes. The kids I mean their their through line is just pursuing Billy, right. who is Max's brother, trying to find out if he has the mind flayer in him. Right, if he's been possessed. Because of something that Eleven saw the night before. No, because of something that Mike has been no sorry not mike uh will has been feeling his spidey sense has been tingling his basically his trauma has been like warning him his defenses from his trauma has been warning him that the that the traumatic thing that has been haunting him is back in is around and that's the crazy thing about the horror genre too right yeah is that all of these characters have gone through trauma. Even Hopper. Hopper, oh, like, yeah. you even delve into it. You delve into it in season one, but definitely in season four um, when he's imprisoned and he's yeah, talking yeah. about his trauma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, <laughs> uh, I mean, it's even, it's uh, it's nodded to in this season, in this episode. He, he has a daughter who died. Oh, yes, that's right. He's mm-hmm. nodded to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so all these characters have this trauma that in... So society tells you that if you're not at war, you, you know, obviously like PTSD is not a helpful thing for you to be living with mm-hmm. because it makes you scared of things like car backfires and fireworks and, yeah. and 
uh, can send you into flashbacks. And I actually am not that versed on PTSD. So right. uh, this is just my blanket statement about it. But like just anxiety, if you want to take anxiety in general as, as something like historically as a survivor impulse w- is incredibly helpful. Because you get anxiety about something and you're like, ah, maybe that's not a good idea. Like, oh, this this cliff is really scaring me. Maybe I shouldn't get close to the edge, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, that anxiety is supposed to be incredibly helpful in keeping you alive. Right. If, you, if you've experienced something very bad, then the when you start seeing things line up that are very similar to that thing that was yeah. very bad that you experienced, you're, and you steer away from it because you can think what might happen then you're gonna be safer if you're yeah. away from the danger than and they kind of touch on it in season two where mm-hmm. the doctor's like this is just ptsd because it's a year from the thing mm-hmm. and it's just this ptsd spiking but in this case like every time it was supposedly just ptsd the true the real horror is that it's real. It's real. That it's, that it's never PTSD. Yeah, yeah. That there's always a fucking monster. The trauma is like there is a monster there, and the and the things that we we keep thinking <laughs> might happen will happen again, and do happen, and do happen because the big machinations, the people who are actually making things happen, these government facilities, these Russians and stuff, are still doing their thing un like un touched by the yeah. the adventures of these kids you know that's right because they came over i don't even know when or how uh, who knows but who, nobody knows actually definitely after so there's no Hawkins way lab any is gone at anyone this point. can know <laughs> no yeah you definitely couldn't watch yeah, the show and you couldn't watch it uh what the hell else oh at the end of this episode for the star court guys though you find out that like the room that they've been trying to get into this yeah. whole time is a fucking elevator. And they are stuck going down in it. And they have no control. Yeah. Oh my god, this this episode is really good because everyone's plotline ramps the hell yeah. up. Nancy being in a room with a screaming <laughs> possessed woman. Um uh Hopper and Joyce um are about to be confronted by uh the mayor and like after uh, Oh, oh they, they're about they, to be told on basically yeah 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 like the russians he's gonna call the russians and be like hey these guys know what you're up to and they're coming for you mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so like but they've also kill they've also just discovered something big too so they're on the trail and they're yeah. getting close to the oh to right the discovery. they're because they're going to try and find an entrance to this lab also yeah in one of these houses they know yeah. that like there's a there's something there's weird something, going on yeah that the, the the land has been bought up for a reason and and then the kids like come face to face, knowing that Billy is possessed, and have to confront him and fight him. Yeah. And it's what? And then, yeah. Well, yeah. the episode oh is where they find out he's. Possessed. They're right. like they suspect, and then they're like, "Well, there's one way to find out. Yeah. We'll do the sauna test." Yep. Because uh, the mind flayer doesn't like heat. They trap doesn't him like in heat. a sauna, mm-hmm. and then he obviously goes like they really have to push him to the brink. They do in a way that like. At what, at what point, if he wasn't possessed, would he be dead, you know? Yeah. Like, 220 degrees in there for how long, you yeah, know? Yeah, I mean, that's not healthy no. to be, like, it It really shouldn't, I mean, no, no offense, but 
sauna shouldn't be able to get that hot there has to be something <laughs> wrong with that sauna for oh, them to man. have pushed it up that high you i know? mean it was in the red i don't think it's normally that high but they said <laughs> well it'll get it it'll get there and uh uh Man, yeah, they man, they fucking put him through some torture yeah. in order to get him there. But that's like that is a nod to the thing where spoilers, if you haven't watched the <laughs> thing, uh, one of the ways they can test is it also doesn't like heat oh. um, or fire specifically. It gets burned by fire, normal like normal. So they heat up, they superheat up a uh, um, a wire, and they get blood samples from everyone, and they put the the hot wire in it. Because I guess it's not that it doesn't like heat. It's just an organic thing. But every single cell of it Mm -hmm. is independently like operational and will try and survive. So all they have to do is test the blood and and a thing that is trying its best to be as like uh, uh, accepted by everyone around it as possible. They're trying its best to blend in. Yeah, uh, will behave as an as it as the person normally would until it finds a moment that it can attack. Um, they test the blood, and when they put the like, when they put the needle or when they put the wire in the blood, it goes and like it freaks it out. Freaks out, and then the the guy who it was is like and like turns into the big monstrous Wild. thing and like reveals himself. <laughs> Just wild, just wild. Oh, what a show! It's crazy. That is what movie. happened. Yeah, That's exactly yeah, what happened. What happened. Yeah. They push him to the brink, and until they see the breaking point, and what they said, we'll see either way. We'll know either way. Yeah. Um, once he reaches the breaking point, we'll know if he's monster or man. Oh my gosh! Yeah, not man. Not a man. Also, really sad because there is a moment in the sauna where he, you see Billy. And not not to feel sympathy for this character who has been abusive, but it does help to understand, like, in season two, you see that he's also been abused his entire life. I think he's only in season three. He's in season two and three. Really? Yeah. Oh. Uh, he's been abused his whole life, yeah. more, longer than Max, yeah. and that doesn't excuse his behavior, but it does, like, mm-hmm. explain, like, the arc of his character. And why he's such a asshole yeah so he's also abusive to max and uh Mm -hmm. it was interesting to see this moment where he breaks down and is like max i'm sorry like i i've done some terrible things but he made me do it it's interesting to see that line like this horrible character still would not kill someone you Mm -hmm. know like Mm -hmm. And then to set, to see like Max have to watch <laughs> her brother like be tortured. Yeah. And obviously she wanted to save him, but then just at the moment where she's like wants to save him, he is really the monster. Mm-hmm. And that leads into Tough. her storyline in season four Tough. in a whole different Tough. way. So we we are very we, unlike normally on our podcast here, we are very in tune with what exactly is going on in this whole episode. Um, yeah. But what about this episode makes it so good as an epi- as a season three, episode four, mm. as an episode Everyone of gets television. their thing. Ah, okay. Everyone get, like, gets the gold coin. Everyone yeah. like finds, saves the cheerleader, saves the world. They, yeah. they are all from the first episode to this point have been reaching to figure out if the thing that they think is weird going on 
is really weird or if they're just going crazy mm-hmm. because of all this trauma. <laughs> yeah. And they find out, no, they're not going crazy. Yes, he is a monster. Yes, this elevator, there is something weird going on in this elevator. Yes. Uh, <laughs> the mayor is, <laughs> the mayor is, uh, is corrupt. In, yeah, he's corrupt. Is in league with the villains. Yeah, and yes, the villains are up to something sinister. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Right the and gold coin. I like that. Everyone gets the gold coin. <laughs> what is? I, there has to be a better phrase for that. I don't everyone know. Gets I, the goat. Everyone tastes blood. Everyone gets the cookie. Everyone. That's the phrase. Everyone gets the cookie. Everyone gets the cookie. In this episode, season three, episode four, <laughs> everyone gets the cookie. I'm, 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 Cookie. <laughs> oh. Yeah. They, I mean, they all win. Ev- and despite the fact that they all kind of lose too, right? Yeah. So everyone gets the cookie but realizes it's oatmeal raisin. <laughs> <laughs> I got you heard I it. I got it. <laughs> Neither I nor Adam like oatmeal raisin. No oatmeal raisin here. No. But I, but I have to finish this whole cookie even uh. though it's oatmeal raisin. Oh. I would do, would you do oatmeal, no raisin, or raisin, no oatmeal? Okay, what, what is the cookie if it's just raisin in it? You know what I mean? I think there's still like cinnamon or something in there. Mm. Is it a snickerdoodle? I mean, honestly, I'm okay with an oatmeal raisin cookie. I'll fucking down an oatmeal raisin cookie. It's I'm a, I'm very picky about it. I don't yeah. want a, a hard oatmeal raisin. Well, no one wants a hard cookie. You'll eat a hard cookie? Some people want a hard cookie. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, on occasion, the Oreo really- I guess, I mean, Oreo does the land. The Keebler elves make a damn fine Oreo- uh, That's uh, true. Not Oreo. <laughs> the Keebler elves. Make a damn fine Oreo if the, if the fucking Nabisco would let it on the market. <laughs> <laughs> the Keebler elves make a damn fine crunchy cookie. They do. They do. Okay, you're right. And the Girl There's Scouts. Cookies. Girl Scouts do make a good crunchy cookie. I'm mm. I'm just thinking of like homemade cookie. I like a soft cookie. I like a warm, mm. soft, baked cookie. Yeah. But yeah, there are some good like, I mean, yeah, a, a, a ginger gingerbread cookie. Damn, that snap, that yeah. snap in there. It's almost the best part. Yeah. But okay, I like a right. soft ginger cookie too. Yeah. Oh, mm. And like when you can taste the ginger bits in it, just please just vote, write in and vote. Tell us what your favorite cookie is. Are we wrong about the oatmeal raisin cookie? Also vote. Yeah, vote. Vote. And vote in your primaries, yeah. even though they're already passed for us. Yeah. Vote in your in your normal, regular elections regular too. Regular elections, vote at your grocery store. If your grocery store is like, would you like us to get uh, more <laughs> flowers earlier in the year? Vote. Vote for us. Vote to have better reviews on iTunes. Yeah. Vote for reviews. Vote for reviews. Yeah. Vote for the news. Vote. Vote without blues. Vote without blues. I don't know. I'm rhyming. What? Vote to two twos. Vote to two twos. Vote to two twos. Uh, I. Goodness. I, I don't goodness. know if we even got through what this episode is. Oh, God. Or what it means to... Uh, sleepover, th- crazy old lady, Heather's parents, Billy is crazy creepy, face tube, violent and gross, Hopper is in love, puke, <laughs> wet clothes. These are thug. Adam's notes. Wonder Woman comics. Okay, but Carrie Elwes as the mayor oh, was yeah. fucking awesome. So awesome seeing so Carrie Elwes. Just the... If you don't know... Not only is he 
one of the main characters of the Saw film franchise in, in the, the first, first. He's in just first in the film. first movie. Yeah. Uh, he's also fucking as Wesley. you wish guy Wesley. Yeah, Wesley. from uh, the Princess Bride, Wesley. which as doesn't age you well. Wish. I think it ages pretty well. I think the whole movie ages pretty dang well. The book does not. Oh, <laughs> the movie. I think it. I mean, again, eighties nostalgia. I think it ages pretty well. That movie. It's not bad. Yeah. It's not terrible. It doesn't pass the Bechdel test. Yeah. But it predates it. It so. does. So there's- So <laughs> loophole. <laughs> so statue of limitations. Woo! <laughs> ah, that's gross. Uh, <laughs> there, is there a statue of limitations on the Bechdel test, Lisa? No. Oh, man. I think it- it stands for all recorded media, Dang. including Dang. books, Dang. newspaper articles. I don't know. You know who else was great in this episode? <laughs> Priya Ferguson. The uh, Erica? Erica. Erica, fucking so much fun. Such a bright star of like, like so excited to see such a strong character from this little girl and she's fucking nailing all these lines she's so yeah. fucking funny so witty she, uh, adding her to this season was the best thing they could have done oh my god and like cuz season 2 you kind of see her yeah and you're like oh my god yeah, she's I just lo- she's great she's just there two. and even in season 1 you see her i think she's just like eating cereal or something like that think- season 2 she has more lines uh-huh, uh-huh. and the and every line they gave her it was like fuck she can snap Damn, she it fucking yeah she does yeah. and they and so they bring her in and it helps to have a cynic on the team too you yeah. need someone who's cynical of what's going on absolutely to be like are you sure about this this sounds crazy this is dumb <laughs> this plan is very dumb you need someone to say that you know robin is the cynic normally yeah. if it's just steve and dustin robin's the cynic uh, well if it's just steve and dustin steve is the cynic Right? That's right. And then it's Steve, Dustin, Robin. Robin's the cynic. And then it's Steve, Dustin, Robin. Then Erica's and the Erica, cynic. And Erica's the cynic. That's fun. Uh, that's fun. What, but I think that's like why Robin, uh, I think her and Robin like understood each other more in the negotiation part of this episode. Yes. Yes. Robin was like, I'm not even going to entertain, like, I'll, I don't care. I'll give this girl what she wants. Yeah. She obviously what, knows what she wants. Yeah. And her priorities are so minuscule to me like yeah. it's ice cream okay fine we'll yeah give she doesn't you give a fuck unlimited ice cream great speech great speech from her about about what was it it was about uh loving capitalism and yeah. that meaning uh uh she wow. has a, like service that people want that is in high demand, and so she's going to get herself that more ice cream. That service being that she's tiny enough to, to fit, fit through in. an air duct. Yeah, so that she could sneak into a room and open a door for them. Yeah, which or- this episode, oh, like, does the air duct scene, like, in a way that's kind of believable because you know those things are so tiny. Yeah. It's like... There's no possible way someone would fit through those, yeah, you know? you need a child, a small <laughs> child <laughs> yeah. to go through there. Uh. And then she, yeah, she, it's weird that this room is unguarded except by one person whenever they're loading stuff in. Yeah. What, like the, so, so much of this show is really a suspension of belief because Mm. I'm, why am I bugabooing on that when there's another dimension on the show? Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah. Which, like, I think that takes us to, like, some of the reviews you were reading yes. also. Yeah, those which... reviews where people have difficulty, yeah, uh, uh, suspending their disbelief. I like a suspension of belief, though. That's a fun idea. Suspension suspend of your belief. Be- suspend your belief for a yeah. moment. This is the most accurate to life show you will ever see. <laughs> <laughs> but is it? <laughs> but is it? Yeah. Don't believe anything. Also, that uh, that if I was fired as a junior in high school, yeah, in the same manner that uh, uh, the kids were fired brutal. from, the, he was brutal and treating them like you know forty year old adults and firing them that yeah. way, and it was just like, no, he dude, was treating them out. like like they were his children, and he was an asshole dad. Yeah, yeah. it was like, damn, dude. Like I I as a high schooler would have been just like. I this guy doesn't get how ridiculous he's being because I understand that I am a I'm a junior in high school I'm you know seventeen this is you're acting crazy bro well to be fair he has been possessed by a that's monster from that's another true. dimension yeah that's true which I keep saying other dimension but we all know it's the upside down which is another dimension yes another right? dimension right another it dimension. is another dimension another dimension uh yeah there uh, for those who haven't seen Stranger Things. I think uh, it's another dimension. There's 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 another dimension called the upside down. Yeah. Um and it's just it's just the town that they live in except it's possessed by a giant evil spider monster uh that well, it's lords over the town. Not necessarily those are the monsters in the upside down. All kinds of monsters in the upside there's down. There's so many monsters in the upside down. They keep bringing on new ones. Yeah. No, and, and but they're all named monsters. They're all named after um <laughs> It's a monster of the series. Yeah. Show. Monster of the season. <laughs> Uh, they're all named after D and D creatures, which is ah. uh, very fun. Demi Gorgon is a D and D creature. Um, That's right. Uh, the Hellhounds or whatever those are called. Uh, the D and D creature. Um, the Hellhounds. Right. That's the, the ones that killed. Um, what's his name? Spoiler alert. I know. Yeah. Sad. Yeah. Laura and I are almost to that episode. Oh. We started rewatching it. Yeah. Um, which is how I know Billy is in season two. Ah. Uh, I also know because Taker Montgomery is a smoke show. He's totally hot. Speaking of, I mean, he spent most of this episode shirtless and shiny. So Yeah, a lot of the guys on the show, if they're possessed, are just sweating bullets. I mean, a lot of the guys on the show get at least one moment of shirtless muscle, you know? That's true. Shirtless, like, that guy's awesome moment. (laughs) Whoa. Whoa. Whoa, whoa. A lot of the, yeah. uh, they, it's always a teenager thing though. Well, I mean, actually today, today Hopper was shirtless, Hopper was shirtless in this uh, episode too. Yeah. <laughs> David Harbour, who Dude. got absolutely jacked for Hellboy. Yeah. Um, Hellboy. David Harbour's in the new Hellboy. Oh, well, really? Well, well, yeah. Oh, well, 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 you sound stupid well, right well, now. Well, you don't know? <laughs> Hellboy, get 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 yeah. that in your fucking head. I I actually haven't seen all of the new Hellboy. Don't be dumb like me. Well, I'm the dumb one here. You're the one who's never wrong. So I guess I'm wrong uh, about this. No, but he wait, was. The in new Hellboy. Hellboy is out. It's been out for a long time. What? It came out during the Pandy. I'm pretty sure. Oh, check it out. Hellboy. Hellboy. 2019. I feel like I would have watched that. That came out in 2019. Damn. 
I did not uh, hear April anything about it. We were. I was graduating all. college, what sir. What the hell? Why didn't I watch it at all? Yeah, it kind of flopped, I guess. Oh. Why didn't you watch it? I mean, look at that. I don't know. That. I loved the the first two movies. Oh, Ian McShane. Hell yeah. I will. This is something I will dive into well, in a minute. Well, this is more of a reboot. Yeah, it looks. Yeah, it looks. It doesn't look like it's directed by Guillermo del Toro. That's for sure. Yeah. That does not look. <laughs> but look. Look at that guy. Jacked. Dang. Yeah, he is jacked. And he's jacked in this episode. He looks like a strong man. Yeah, he yeah. Like a very strong Hopper, man. and then he he literally kicks the mayor's ass. Let's yeah. do that again. Ass feels good. It does feel good. <laughs> feel good. Hey, I'll say some swears sometimes. Hey, uh, should we do it with them? Okay, everybody. On three, we're gonna say ass. Okay, one, two, three. Ass. Thanks for joining us on that. So cathartic. Yeah, it felt good, huh? <laughs> felt good. So let's read some reviews. <laughs> okay. Let's do the reviews. Yes. Yeah. Doing some reviews, review in the review. We're going to look at a review and say if it's good. Do you want to read the first one and I'll read the second sure. one? Sure. <laughs> I'm holding the cup, but not drinking the Kool Aid. By Sher Kamanat on Ju- in July in 2019. At this point, I'm wondering how much longer I should keep trying with this show. Granted, the title sequence is freaking amazing. A couple of the <laughs> cast members are quite beautiful, and yeah, that's why I watch the show. The well, title sequence. <laughs> I'm not sure. I know, right? It's freaking amazing. <laughs> Look at those letters. Look at all the names. Whoa, whoa! That theme song is amazing, and you should you should listen to the episode of Song Exploder of that theme song. So good. I'm going to right now. So good. Sorry. Um, we're gonna pause the podcast while Lisa listens to an episode of another podcast. I meant I'm sorry for interrupting you. Okay. Um. Well, I'm not sure. Oh, also, a couple of the cast members are quite beautiful. Hmm. What? Feel weird about that sentence. Okay. And, well, I'm not sure I have anything else good to say. If the show is giving homage to the movies and TV programs it copies, why include movies and TV programs from after the 80s, such as 2013's Under the Skin to rip off? That doesn't work. This episode really takes the cake. Shaky set pieces reminiscent of Plan Plan 9 from Outer Space, terrible acting, inconsistencies in the physics, contrived scripts where characters' motivation seems as random as a family guy cutaway, and plot holes just brushed away. An example of sloppy writing. The Russians somehow overhear the spying trio's noisemaking over the sound of the pouring rain. But later in the very same episode, one of the spying characters makes little attempt to hide himself from being clearly visible to the Russians he's spying on. There's supposedly tension when it serves the story, but then no appropriate concern over much scarier situations. So I think this person's reviewing a different episode because there was no rain in this episode. What? He's an example of sloppy writing. Russians somehow overhear the spying trio's noisemaking over the sound of the pouring rain. So that didn't happen. This this. son of a bitch is reviewing the wrong episode. Reviewing the wrong goddamn episode. Nothing makes me angrier. I'm so mad. We should keep reading it. My friends tell me it gets good. So I'll press on. 
it's got potential. I just don't see how people get sucked into this at this point. Six wow. out of ten. Six out of ten is not yeah. bad. Sure, comma. Not. Lots to take away from this review. Sure, comma not. Lots, lots to take away. Under the skin, I looked it up. Yeah, that's the uh, the movie with uh, uh, what's her Scarlett face? Johansson. Scarlett Johansson. I, I loved had, that movie. You loved that movie. I loved that. Movie. But how does that film not take from other films? Yeah. Like what? In what world does he think that they made that film? Yeah. First of all, I'll, right away it takes from the film franchise Species about sex aliens. It also takes from Alien. Yeah. Nothing like if there's sexual content in it and there's aliens, it's taking from Alien. I'm sorry, which but is like, taking from previous stories already there too, and the under the skin thing, the whole like a being within your skin. I mean, uh, body snatchers, body snatchers, men in black, uh, yeah. you know, like just using some like a person's skin. So maybe we can't be that mad at this person. They're just clearly. I mean, what do they know plan nine from outer space. So like wh- what? <laughs> they, it, it really. OK, so I'm happy that they gave a specific <laughs> example because a lot of their examples are specific free. I should say I, yeah, I could yeah. say spe- specificity free. Uh, this episode really takes the cake. Shaky set pieces reminiscent of Plan 9 from Outer Space. I don't know what set piece that is. Terrible acting, inconsistencies in the physics, contrived scripts where character motivation seems random as a family guy cutaway. I mean, that's a brutal sentence right there. It's contrived scripts where character motivations. I, I mean, I can't even necessarily disagree with that, but... But I don't know. Like they're obviously they're trying to get to. I I never felt that way watching this. I didn't either. I never thought of Family Guy once while watching <laughs> this episode. And I, I think the characters are pretty consistent in what motivates them. Mm-hmm. And also, why wouldn't you put a nod to other horror movies that are more recent? Like like if yeah. I was making something set in the 1600s, I would still. Like to reference things that are hap- that have happened like now, movies that have influenced me. Yeah, that I'm are not going to reference Macbeth. Yeah, you know, yeah, you can't you can't reference any work before the era that you're <laughs> it that your work is in. That's crazy. Yeah, that's so crazy. Nuts. I mean, uh, make make a thing. Um, but this person uh, again, we run into a reviewer who seems to be forced by their friends to watch a thing. <laughs> Nobody, nobody's <laughs> making you do this. And then also re- for reviewing it, Ta- taking the time yeah. to leave a review. Yeah. Why? And a review that gets, that's just is, why are people making me watch this? You don't have to watch something. Yeah, if you don't like it, it's not for you. Don't watch it. Stop watching it. That's probably the main takeaway, right? Like, if I don't like something, I'm not going to watch it. And why are you going to press on? Stop pressing on, friend. Stop pressing on. Press off. Press off. Turn off. Read a book. (laughs) Stop driving your car. Watch, you know, whatever tickles your fancy that's not this. Watch Plan 9 from Outer Space 2. There you go. Since you seem to be a fan of obscure horror films i think that's a sci-fi film yes yeah yeah but i you know i think back in the day those blurred the lines a little Ah. under the skin yeah that's a deep cut for me really i had never heard of this you never heard of that movie Never heard of this i really liked that movie uh apparently a lot of moments uh in it we were like there's a bunch of scenes where scarlett johansson is driving around in a car and interacting with men 
uh, trying to get them in the car. And she's just talking to men on the street. Uh, and I think it's in some Nordic country. It's um, in or, Scotland. Oh, it's in Scotland. Yeah, I looked and, it up. Yeah. And, um, and all those, a lot of those scenes are uh, her talking to just men on the street and just talking to them. And like, so it's, it's all improvised. They don't even know that it's a movie that they're in. The really? cameras are hidden and like, and they are like, just think that this woman pulled up to them and, and like are talking to them. And it's like, like improv, she's improvising kind of these conversations and they're, and then they probably get the people to agree to it, but it's like, yeah, yeah. You have to get, yeah. It's yeah. like this weird, weird, you know, what she's hunting the, them and, and then they get, hold on, let me read the description because it sounds fucking nuts. Disguising itself as a human female, Scarlett Johansson, an extraterrestrial drives around Scotland, attempting to lure unsuspecting men into her van. Mm-hmm. Once there, she seduces and sends them into another dimension where they are nothing more than meat. Yeah. That sounds, so my mind immediately went to, they just become a hunk of meat. Yeah. But is that a metaphor for they are meals for other creatures? I think so, but the movie itself is so um <laughs> what would you call it? It's a uh, um visually uh, uh impressionistic maybe or something like mm. that. Like you don't see them being chomped on by a creature you see them like falling into a black pool and then this sort of ribbon thing uh and and, like falls through this empty space and it's like and a ribbon is their skin all that's left behind or something like that and it's just this like very very dreamlike scenario that they fall into and it's That's fucking wild it's a fucking wild movie um where the where oh. the actual like monstrousness is this beautiful like uh a dreamlike space you know wow yeah it's a gorgeous movie i, I don't know that. how much you'd like it i don't either yeah it's not very actionful um <laughs> one thing he's got um, me back speaking of improv uh, that scene where where Dustin's like, I'm pressing the button, and everyone's like yelling at him to press the button. Yeah, button very improv feel. Yeah. I feel like a lot of those Total scenes with chaos. all with all those people, they they kind of get a good improvisational play feel around going with yeah, each other. Yeah, definitely. Why not? Why not? And at this point, they know each other so well. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So just like you and I know each other so well. We never improvise. We haven't improvised in a day in our oh, life. True shit. TV shit. program for kids. Shit. Me Kid, uh, written by Me Kid Dash three three one eight three, in June of twenty twenty two. So recent. Mm-hmm. It's one of the most childish programs I have ever watched. The same kind as Power Rangers, a girl called Eleven who has superpower. She can move and kill by moving her hands and shouting, "LOL, OMG, seriously, whoever like this crap." Grow up. One out of ten. Yeah, one out of ten. So. I mean, I can't disagree with them. I just don't know why they're reviewing this specific episode. Yeah. (laughs) And in June of 2022. Yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, I can't disagree with them. Literally this month. It's a big, this is like, if you're a big kid, you're going to like this show. Yeah. Yeah. So, but, but the thing is that 
there's nothing wrong with that. Like the it's the my only problem with them is that they like have a problem with people who like this show because they need to grow up and I want to know what kind of shows they watch. Mm. Cuz obviously I'm not a grown up and I don't I'm watching the wrong TV, so can you please tell me? Yeah. You, I, if they could have given a recommendation. I have noticed that it's it's fascinating that through your thousands of years of life, you have not grown up at all. And <laughs> yes. I, find, I mean, honestly, I find that admirable because we should all stay young, right? <laughs> we should all stay young. I tell you what, I've never uh, done yoga a day in my life. Really? You I never tried done it. yoga? That's a lie. I tried okay, it. Okay, you did try yoga. It makes me dizzy. Oh. But so since then, I haven't done it a day did in you, my life. Did you eat? Before the yoga, like, had no. you, did you have enough blood sugar, like, going oh, on? yeah. Like, is it a dizziness from- I tried it for a semester in college. Oh. You know, we all have our experimenting days. <laughs> <laughs> we don't yeah, some improvise! Of us, some of us experiment <laughs> with yoga. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Of course we some do. Some weird frou-frou stuff like that. <laughs> some fucking hippie shit. Yeah, some hippie shit like yoga we experiment with. Oh, under the skin is an A24 distribution. Yeah. That kind of checks out. Yeah. Shout out to A24. At 24. Yeah. If you haven't seen Everything Everyone All at Once yet. Everything like, Everyone All at Once? Everything Everywhere All everything at Once. You should watch it. This is, your, uh, this is my recommendation for the week. Uh, anything else you want to talk about, Lisa, about this episode, about season three, episode four? Has this revealed any info on this our podcast at all? This is probably the best season three, episode four I've watched. Whoa. Because everyone gets the thing. That's true. Everyone gets the, everyone gets their gold coin. Everyone tastes blood. Yeah. Yeah. And you kind of know where they're going next, mm. even if you, even though you obviously don't, mm-hmm. like you don't know what's going to happen, but you kind of know the obstacle that's ahead of them. Like with Hopper and Joyce, you know that they're, the Russians are on their tail. With the kids in the elevator, you know that like, okay, well, they're going to be stuck in some facility, underground facility, full of the enemy, you know, full of Charlie. And Mm -hmm. with Eleven and Mike and uh, the other kids, you know that they have to face down this new monster, this new old monster. Yeah. And and that monster has a face that they know. Yeah. And they, oh, God, yeah. So it's like this confirmation of exciting things. Yeah. When I think in the episodes before this, especially the, with with Eleven and Max, and the episode just before this is probably the one where they go to the mall. Oh. And they, like, they have their, like, day, and they bond as, like, like, Eleven is like, oh, I can have female friends. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I don't just have to have Mike as a friend. Yeah. Because, you know, she gets in a fight with Mike, whatever. Uh, yeah, so it's, like, interesting to see that character development. And then she's drugged back into this world. Mm-hmm. And she's just trying to, damn, I don't know, have friends, live her life. Uh, yeah, but, yeah, it gets the goal. What about you? What do you have to say? I mean, yeah, I feel that. I mean... Nothing feels like a B plot or C plot here. It really feels like everything is growing and mounting up. And it feels like there's so many things happening and they're all actually happening. And yeah, like even without context, I'd be like, this is exciting. Um, (laughs) Maybe without context, some of them would make a lot less sense. Like I can't imagine if I knew nothing about Stranger Things and then seeing Eleven like psychically fight Billy, I'd be like, what the fuck? Fuck. She can do what? She can do that? 
It does seem crazy. Yeah. You also don't have the context of knowing that Erica is connected to Lucas. Right. The you don't have the context of knowing that Dustin is connected to the other kids mm-hmm. either. Or or the fact that Joyce and Hopper are connected to the kids at all. Oh. Or yeah. the fact that, you know, you don't know any of the siblings. You don't know any <laughs> yeah, like yeah. You don't if know, you jump in, you're like, who's related to who? Yeah. You might walk in and be like, Nancy and Jonathan are dating? Yeah. Or siblings? What are, yeah, they're just mad at each other, it seems. Uh, oh, class <laughs> have they fucked yet? Class versus female or versus gender what the heck oh that conversation from nancy's mom who's actually touching who's this bitch (laughs) who's this bitch with such good reinforcing parenting this is the first season where i think the parents well okay not fair joyce is one of the most interesting parents to watch on this show absolutely 100 percent. and then i think after joyce watching the buyer's mom yeah nancy it's Byers, right? Nancy, no, it's Will Byers. Nancy, Nancy and Will. Oh, sorry. Nancy and Will. Um, Nancy and Mike. Nancy. Oh, shit. Nancy and Mike Wheeler. Uh, the Wheelers. Wheeler. Yeah. Yeah. The The Wheeler mom is really interesting how they kind of use her to critique this era between post-civil rights, post-gender uh, equality legislation to- to like they they juxtapose her and Nancy as characters yeah, a lot yeah in a way that they don't really do with any other parents on the show and I mean she like she basically went out and said that she she and most of the people her age have given up and the world has beaten them down yeah. enough to the point where they have given up and she has given up on trying to you know in season one they try. say they literally say that. She's like, yeah, well, you know, your dad had money. He was older and he had money. and Wow. Yeah, like she could have gone to college. She could have done all this stuff. But, yeah. you know, like society was telling her to settle down. And she fucking did. And she did. Damn. With this fucking deadbeat guy. Who who's ju- literally doesn't care about anything happening around him. Yeah. Yeah. Completely uh, like absent. He's there to provide them with money. Yeah. And, and a house. Yeah. It's crazy. crazy. And th- but it, it's awesome to see her mom as this character. She just she's like she broken wants, by yeah. society. Yeah. But she really is pushing her daughter yeah. in a direction. Yeah. And or wants supporting the best. her. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Very lovely moment. And that would have landed for us if we had zero context for the show at all. Yeah. Would have landed. So yeah. That's I, the thing about this show. This is a great yeah. episode of television. A great episode of television and a great episode of streaming television too. Right in the yeah. middle of something, uh, uh, you have all this context that you you've totally missed out on if you haven't watched any of the before stuff. But like it ramps, and yeah, I, if I had never watched any more of the show, I'd be like, where the fuck is that elevator going? You know? Yeah, and I want to fucking know. Well, and this yeah. Erica. You can't spell America without Erica. That's a genius line. Genius. And she says it so well. She says it so well. (laughs) You can't spell America without Erica. She's like the brightest note of the episode. So bright. So awesome. (laughs) Yeah. Oh man! What? A, thanks for listening. Thank you for listening. Thanks for listening to us chat on and on about My this God, show. Yeah, and thanks to anyone who wrote a review for us. You can leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. It actually really helps us out. It and does. We want to know what you think. We do. We want you to 
leave us DMs at three in the morning. Yeah. Text us you up. Yeah. Like uh, and subscribe to us wherever you can. Do 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 this thing where you pull up your your email, your hotmail, your Gmail, your uh, MSN. edu. AOL. AOL. Your your uh, uh, Yahoo. Uh, pull that up and email us at season three, episode four pod at gmail.com. Yeah. Find us there. You can tell us to stop telling you to stop driving. Yeah. Tell us to stop telling you. But we're going to keep telling you until you tell us to stop. Yeah. Okay. Stop driving. But otherwise, thank you for listening to season three, episode four. Our theme song is written and performed by Jacob Bernstein. You can find him and his band Space Out Make Out on Instagram and Spotify. Check out their album. It's fucking dope. Mm-hmm. You can find Adam on Instagram at DamonHD. You can find Lisa on Instagram at L-I-S-S-I-S-S-I-S-S-A. You can find Oz, Ozzy. You can find him on Instagram. You can find it at Ozzy the Buddy. That's O-Z-Z-I-E the Buddy with a Y. You can find this podcast at season three, episode four. The words are words. The numbers are numbers. Join us next week. Thank you. Bye. 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 We're going to take you out on this. Goodbye. 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 podcast is now sponsored by Nintendo. Goodbye, Nintendo. Goodbye, Lisa. <laughs> Goodbye, Adam. How long is this song? <laughs> it goes forever. It goes forever. It goes forever. Goodbye. Goodbye. Forever. Well, I'm going to wait till the dead spot. Okay. <laughs> Goodbye.